Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Reverse Sweep. Stage four qualifiers is over, and we are officially at the final episode before Major Four. I am joined by my co-host, Chris, a.k.a. Parasite. What's good, everybody? How are we doing? And Pat, a.k.a. Slayer, a.k.a. X-Defiant Superman. What's up, man? Yes, sir. Uh, hope I, everybody who is watching this has got a chance to play X Defiant. Maybe James. Maybe what I'll do is is when this is out, I'll I'll drop a uh, a code in the in the comments. Oh, that'd be so, sick. So people can get some access if they haven't got it. There we go. A little reverse sweep code. Um, yeah, but a special one. As you guys know, um, big shout out to the audio listeners as well. We got a lot of good feedback. A lot of you guys even went and commented on the YouTube video, like, "Hey, I'm an audio listener. I listen to the listen to it in the car on the way home." Um, so. As per usual, we're going to be doing a bracket episode this time around. It's kind of what we do before these majors. We build out our perfect reverse sweep bracket. Um, and we'll talk about each teams and, and some of the matches from this weekend throughout um, as, as we get to each matchup. And then we're going to talk about a couple extra things at the end after we finish up the bracket. So don't leave when the bracket's over. Um, and just a reminder, make sure you guys subscribe. I think we're like 300 subs off of our next giveaway. Um, and I think over 50% of people watching are still not subscribed. So make sure you hit the sub button. Takes two seconds and we'll, uh, we'll have another giveaway coming up. Um, all right, gentlemen, I guess we just start from the top. Uh, Optic versus Breach. I guess before we kind of give the inevitable answer to this, what's going on with Boston right now? Because obviously Kremp came in and he actually looked pretty good, um, but it seems like the rest of the team is now struggling a little bit. So what's what's up with Boston and, and what's going to happen with this Optic versus Boston matchup? I'll take this one, Chris. I'll give a, a short answer and you can elaborate. Um, the, 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 the answer I have, James, is... They don't have Doug Sensor Martin. <laughs> Bro, you got to give up this gimmick, dude. <laughs> and and the reason I say that is because I just think they're missing that piece of like they, they they need to have some life to them. Like I need someone on this team that's getting hype and 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 you know building this team up. I I think they have talent. Um, I don't think talent's their issue. Um, I just feel like they're missing a little bit of like. I want to say leadership, but in a different tone. It's more of just like some some camaraderie between Passion. between the guys. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like that's what someone like Doug would bring. And I feel like, yeah, it may be like a jokingly saying Doug, but it's like I feel like he could come into his team and like just turn the attitude around. Like that that's kind of what I'm looking for here is, is this team needs to turn their attitude around. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if that's a. Uh... Doug is the solution to that problem. Boston Academy with uh, Beans and Kremp and Doug, I think had like one pretty good placement, if I remember correctly. I don't think they placed particularly well at LAN. That was uh, early game. Challengers. Though. We're in the mid game. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't think Doug in game now. I don't think Doug is the, the solution um, here. But I do agree. I think these guys are missing something. I think even if they had Reese or Vivid on the team, they might not have continued that form that they were looking in going into uh, or at the last major. Um, but I don't know what it is because I think Beans or Kremp has been really good. I think he's been statistically probably better than than Vivid on the team. But as uh, you know, like stats don't mean everything. And 
I don't know. I think this team just has inconsistency issues. It's whether if 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 uh, Awakening's playing good, Beans is playing bad. If Beans is playing bad, or Beans is playing good, sorry, Awakening's playing bad. And then you know Nero already has consistency issues, but I think he's gotten a lot better, at least as an individual. But I don't know. They just need they need something, bro. They're they're missing something, and I don't really know what that is. Um, that being said, we I, I think we knew unanimously have Optic being the breach here. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't even think this is going to be close. I think we're going to see kind of a uh, what Optic did to them on the Sunday of last major. Um, I think you know, yes, Boston came out and three would them that first time, but I don't think Optic was woken up, and I, I, don't, I don't. I don't see that happening. So yeah, it's going to be quick and quick and easy. Yeah, I mean, it's just scary, bro. Those for the first match of every tournament is uh, one of those things that like some teams they rise to that occasion, and other teams they don't, just because. You know, some teams need to get warmed up or, you know, they need to get into that mindset. And with Optic not being at their home major and being more in a just casual crowd, then I don't think they're going to lose. But is there a possibility that they come they start out flat? Maybe. I mean, that's just that's just the reality with every team. But with the with the form that Optic's been in, man, it's hard to uh, it's hard to root against them this tournament. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure we'll kind of give them their flowers throughout this bracket, um, but they did officially have the first undefeated qualifier stage. So it's going to it's it's a little hard not to uh, have them as the front runners, but we will move on to the second matchup for the first time in CDL history. The Vegas Legion are in the winner's bracket and they're facing up against NYSL. Thank God. Thank God. Um, yeah, I think they they drew a they have a pretty good draw here in terms of who they can be uh, playing against. I don't think them playing against Phase or Surge would have been ideal or Thieves. I think New York. If if you're gonna be a team in the winners bracket right now, obviously there's the Rocker if you want to play them, but they're in the same sort of like spectrum in terms of where they would match up. Um, I think they drew the best possible first match for them because I think New York on land has struggled recently. Um, they've had good qualifiers. I think they've been winners bracket pretty much every single stage, but then they go to land and, you know, they lose to teams like Florida. Um, so I think this is probably the best case scenario. That being said, I don't know if they're going to beat New York. I think New York has uh, been playing really good this stage. I think you're getting co contribution out of your most important players. You're always getting something out of Hydra. You're always getting something out of um, Kismet. And then Skies has massively stepped up and been playing really, really well this qualifier. And I think in their last match against Boston, Hydra particularly didn't have the best map uh, one, and they were still able to win it when he wasn't absolutely going berserk. So um, I feel like there's been good signs for this team. The only person on the team that worries me, though, Pat, I think you might agree with me here, is Priesta. I think Priesta had a really bad stage uh, statistically, even though they've been able to come out on top of the loser's bracket. Or our winners bracket, sorry. I yeah, I agree with you on Preston. I I, I honestly, I don't know if this is going to be a little Columbus magic, but I think Vegas is going to win this one. I I think I think they're going to come out. Look, they just went four and one. They are riding this high. They just got their first winner bracket ever. Standy is playing on an insane level. His last uh, two or three series, like like an absurd level. Um, literally winning series, not winning series by himself, but like if you looked at a scorecard, like those are like the stat lines we, we talk about like with Pred, 
like where Preds just doing like his thing. Um, and and I think they're going to carry this momentum here. I think uh, I agree with Chris. I think the subliners is a pretty good draw for them. Uh, I don't know how they'll get it done in this series, but I, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna upset and shock a little people around one. What teams did uh, Vegas beat this split? I think they beat they beat Ultra obviously. They, they beat, beat Boston. Ones, I thought. They beat Boston. They beat Florida. Did they play and they beat Rocker? I think they beat two. I think they beat three struggling teams. Although, listen, I'm a big fan of Vegas. I think they did great by picking up Standy. I think their only one outstanding win this entire split was against Toronto, who obviously went on to struggle the, the you know, or was struggling the entire qualifier. And then they beat Boston when they first got Kremp, I think. I could be wrong. They beat, I don't think they, they beat, beat them with Florida. Vivid, did they? London, beat, right? They beat London too. No, uh, they beat Florida. They beat Ultra. They beat LAG. They lost to London, and then they beat Boston. Yeah, so I mean, they have really one actual marquee win. Listen, I'm a Vegas believer, but eh, I would say Boston they, and Ultra are good wins. Like, I think no, I mean, no, I think Boston is a good win, but I think they that was their first. Was that their first match with Kremp, or did they play I them with remember. Vivid? I think it was their first match with Kremp. Listen, don't quote me. But regardless, just looking at it from an objective standpoint, I think they've had one actual marquee win. Um, and then the rest of them have been pretty easy. That being said, um, I still got New York winning this. I do believe that Thieves or Legion can push this. Like I said, this is the best draw possible. If there's one match out of this bracket that I think is going to be an upset because I don't see I don't see Surge or FaZe being an upset whichever team wins that is just a, a mm. fucked match there's always one fucked up match in the winner's bracket at every major because of the strength of schedule shit yeah. um, but yeah I, I think if there's going to be one actual upset it's going to be this one um, but I still got New York so I think we're both tied here I think James is going to come down to you does Legion take it or do the subliners take it I'm going to be honest. I think throughout the rest of this year, if there's a dark horse team that like I'd love to see make a little run, it's going to be Vegas. Just, just, just for the just for the pride. So I'm I'm going to go with Vegas on this one. I'm going to say Vegas uh, is going to go to I'm not, the I'm not mad about it. Bracket, and then New York is going to drop down to play Florida in losers round one. I'm not um, mad about it. I'm not mad about it, James. We will go on now to L.A. Thieves versus the Minnesota Rocker. James, honestly, I'm not even going to. They just played each even, other in the qualifier, bro. I'm not Speed even going to entertain you here, James. Uh, this When I'm here in Columbus, I, when I, as soon as these guys sit down, I'm ordering DoorDash, and my DoorDash <laughs> won't even be here in time because this match is going to be over so fast. This is gonna this be is a, this is a speed run, bro. It's gonna be a smoke show. Not even gonna be close. <sighs> the rocker are looking horrible all across the board, and the thieves are looking, I'd say, very good. Um, I, I contender. Yeah, I have a I have thieves as the contender this event. Um, they've honestly they've been firing on all cylinders. Cylinders, Kenny's playing great. Octane's playing insane. Uh, Envoy and Draza still doing their thing, and I just I don't know who on the rocker to even pull for I, I just i've been ups or not upset i've been let down by basically this entire roster this coaching staff this franchise with their moves i i just i'm i don't i don't i don't think rocker has anything going for him at the moment what do you do if you're rocker going into this like what's the mindset like are you like 
nothing to lose, bro. Just start going rogue. Like, I mean, they're playing a tough team. They just got absolutely bamboozled in their final qualifier match by the same exact team. At the very least, the only thing they can say is they have film. So they better be sitting in there watching Thieves' every move, seeing where they went wrong in the vetoes, if there's any way they can you know, make some other plays. Um, Thieves is going to come into this match absolutely delusional. Like, they just fried them. I think yeah. Octane had a 1.5 in yeah. that in that match. They're, uh, they haven't lost a single map to Rocker the entirety <laughs> of the CDL that they played them. They played them, what, four times this, this season? And they haven't lost a map. Like, this is just... This is an absolute delusional matchup. Um, that being said, Thieves look really good. Um, they're slaying. They are playing well online, and that is a scary sight for the rest of the league because we know that on land, these guys get a little bit of a buff. But I'm just curious. I feel like, Chris, you might have heard this if if there is rumors of it at all. Um, like, how it... Like, do people ever talk about, like, how's Rocker's scrims going? Like, are they awful in scrims, too? Or, like, what... Wh I haven't heard shit. I don't okay. really pay attention or ask around, but um, according to everybody in the league, they always do well in scrims. So there's uh, no one ever getting shit on scrims. Ev yeah, okay. everyone's trying. I think the scrims. only team that's ever said <laughs> our scrims have not been going well is Vegas. I think those guys are probably the most transparent <laughs> team in the league when it comes to like anything. That's good to hear. Uh, Go Vegas. Yes, this is this is about to be a smoke show, man. Uh, what's not going to be a smoke show is the last remaining, well, it could be, but the last remaining matchup for winners round one, we have Seattle Surge versus Atlanta Phase. Kind of like, I think we've talked, I've heard a few people talk about it. It's like one of the best matchups I think we have in the CDL throughout the season. Hear, hear me out. Did Phase know that they were going to be playing Seattle pretty much? Like, like, like if they looked at the results, the standings and all the teams I've been playing, did face kind of already know that they were going to play Seattle first round mm, stuff was decided because, today and they are, well, most of it was decided today, but I think the one match that was probably decided already, essentially, unless phase one or something like that was probably the Seattle match. I don't know. I want to, I want to say they were probably, they probably knew because we were talking about how they were experimenting with their map pool. They played Seattle I need to go. I like. I, I would actually be curious if somebody in the comments um, could tell me if they knew they were basically going to play Seattle. Because the only thing that I remember that I know was up in the air today was whether Breach or Rocker was going to play Optic. You know, based on their match and and that the way that went. But I think the Seattle phase, they knew they were playing each other regardless. And I think Phase probably went into that qualifier match experimenting with their map pool because they were like okay we know this is like a tough series for us all the time let's see if we can throw some maps at them and see if you know maybe they're not that good at them and the experiment utterly failed in their qualifier match but that would actually be interesting and if so and if the, that's kind of high iq regardless if they win or lose if they knew that i'm curious um what do you what do you think about this matchup though pat um listen i'm 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 gonna play the numbers here i think i think does Seattle have a chance to upset? Absolutely. But I'm not counting out FaZe uh, in any winter bracket match ever at a major. <laughs> um, I, I just think, you know, Slasher's been playing so poor, so poor for this team the last few games. But I think when he gets back on land, he'll be in his element. Um, also, and this is kind of like a small thing I don't think we've really touched on, but like 
you know how people kind of have like the phase not gets nervous thing but like phase has been getting booed a lot at events recently because they obviously i mean that's just what happens when you're the best team like you mm -hmm. get booed a lot um there's a, there's not going to be a crowd at this columbus event this is going to be very like chill come in play your game uh and i actually think that's going to help phase um and also, you know, I, I think Slasher will rebound when he's back on land. I'm not too concerned about that. And, and I think, you know, yeah, Seattle's turned it around. I think it's just going to be a good match. I think it's going to be a heavyweight kind of bout. Um, but I think I think FaZe is going to come out with the win in this one. Um, Listen, as much as I've rooted against or rooted for FaZe in the past, the stats and the way they've been playing just don't lie. This team has regressed. They are still not really doing too well in hardpoint. They're S&D. They've started to lose. Um, I think this can go either way, but I think Seattle's finally going to do it, and they're going to pull out a gritty W against face. So either way, I think most of us probably agree. This, this is a 50-50 matchup. It's a hell, yeah. it's hell in a cell. So here goes, James. See what you got. Oh, See what you got for us. I'm, I'm quite literally going to flip a coin. <laughs> all right all right all right all right all right pat i'll let you pick phase heads or tails heads all right so that means tails is surge it's heads just early never wrong it's tails god damn it <laughs> There you have it. Nah, that's a loaded. That's a loaded coin. <laughs> a loaded coin. All right. So, and just like that, phase drops down to the losers bracket to play. Holy shit! Unbelievable. Is, I wonder LG. how many majors in the history of the CDL phase has lost a first round in. I bet probably zero. I bet if we flip the coin zero. for every bracket, like every matchup, it would probably be closer than like really trying. <laughs> I don't know. Just with how the last couple brackets maybe have gone. maybe after winners bracket one. Yeah, or yeah, maybe yeah, after yeah, first yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. You know what's first, funny? After what's first funny round, here? I think we could probably flip coins yeah. and be so close. The way this bracket's gonna shape up, like let's look at the bottom, the like where phase just fall fell into the loser bracket. We can start with these loser bracket matches, but like Dude, they're going up against Gorillas, Ravens, and Rocker. That's 9 through 12 right now. <laughs> like, th these guys who are struggling for a chance for champs, they need to get points. Like, in they're desperate for any points. And FaZe or Seattle are going to drop down in loser bracket and just wreck their world. Oh. Yeah, that's not good. This is not a good look. This is, I, right. I think this event, Um, I was saying this earlier, I think this event is really going to kind of just go ahead and define our top eight and like basically our champs qualification is yeah. just going to be done it's almost like a mini champs if teams get knocked out like yeah right away it's kind of just like okay well now it's eight teams um all righty so we'll go to the top of losers round one boston breach versus toronto ultra it's toronto ultra that that just came off a a major but then proceeded to struggle their life away I don't see a world where they continue to struggle, bro. They're back on land. I think Scrappy's really been sitting there complaining that he fucking hates the game online, rightfully so. There's a lot of cheesy shit that goes on. You got a taste of victory. Um, that could be a championship hangover, but I'm sure the rest of their team um, has those same sentiments. Um, so they're going to obviously be looking forward to playing on land. Um, they do have probably one of the tougher... Well, I wouldn't say one of the tougher ones with FaZe down there right now, but... 
hypothetically, it's a pretty tough match for them to play in loser bracket first round in comparison to some of the other teams. Um, the one thing I will say is previously, Breach has pushed them to map five pretty much every time they have played them. Every single time. And uh, Ultra keep running away with it. I don't think this is going to happen here. I think Breach has been regressing. And I think Ultra are going to come out very high-spirited while Breach is going to be coming <laughs> off a uh, an L here. Um, I think Ultra are going to take this one. Um, I agree with you. I I think I think Ultra's also due for a bounce back. These guys are just. I, I'm honestly I don't know about you, Chris. I'm shocked by their performance in this in this stage online. Um, I but I hate to call out one person, but Hixie has not been playing well, like at all. He like he went into that last event and was like crying for what he came in for. Um. But he's had a really, 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 really rough online. Stage. I think he was like a point nine, like a solid point nine before. But now he's like getting hoop tape. But I but he like. would he would have like stints of like a plus thirty series. You know what I mean? Like he would have a series where he would fry, and it's like, um, yeah, he's just getting he's just getting hoop mixtaped right now. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping <laughs> that you know back on land they can kind of get back in their element, be at an event, and 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 get back to at least where they you not know, not exactly where they were, but like back in that kind of mindset that energy and I, I think they will take the take the breach down because i just don't think breach have been playing uh that well either do you think it's like a momentum thing like the, a complacency thing where they like they 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 got their chip they're like all right we got ours they come back maybe they're a little complacent their first like two matches that they're that they're back and then all of a sudden it's like okay shit, we've lost two matches and then a couple don't go their way. Some mistakes start exposing themselves. Like, I, I feel like it's hard to, like, flip the switch that much. Like, this has definitely I, been the biggest top-to-bottom flip, like, we've seen. I mean, potentially, but at the same time, their S&D just does not look good. And also, their record does not tell the whole story. I think they're, like, 10 and 12 map count. Mm. Like, that is an absurd map count for the actual, um, for the actual, like, placement they are. Not placement, but their actual record. Um, so they've been competitive in all their series. They just haven't been able to close any of them, and they're obviously just not doing well in search. But as you know, I think everyone knows the gameplay is completely different on land without the sound EQ. And you got to think in SD, it also has an impact in the way that people play and the risks management that people can take. And it's probably not doing them any favors. Um, I still think this is like complacency cheese um, to an extent, but I don't think it's going to affect them that drastically where they end up just bowing out at fucking top 12 after first. If that happens, I would be absolutely mind blown. Um, I think they, they they win this series regardless. All righty. So we have Boston Breach exiting the tournament after loses round one. A little double first round action. Um, That's tragic, man. Next up in the losers bracket, we have the New York Subliners versus the Florida Mutineers. This is a rematch of the match that they had at Boston. And uh, at least for me, I don't see, I just don't see them losing that again, bro. Like there's, if, if, if Subliners lose again in this fashion to this team, bro, they're making a roster change. They got to. There's no way. I, I'm, I've I've been a fan of the New York team, and they've been able to make winners bracket every single event. They've won a tournament, but that you know that win that they had, 
it's only been care. It's been carrying them pretty far in terms of like them keeping together the roster and them obviously being rated a high tier team. But if they can't put it together on land, that's now like three events that they haven't been able to put together at land and where they're placing t- terrible um, for a team that won a tournament. Um, we've called these guys a top four team at one point and, you know, rightfully so. But now it's just like they're falling off. And if they end up having another terrible event like this where they lose to Mutineers or they bow out really fucking early, like top 12, um, maybe even top eight, like they got to make something. They got to make something happen. They they got to change. There's no way they don't. Um, but that being said, no fucking way they lose to this team again <laughs> with the way they've been looking. They don't even have Colt on their team anymore. And I'm pretty sure Colt like played really oh. good in that series when they played on LAN. I, 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 my memory might be fuzzy, but I'm pretty sure he did. And yeah, it, there's no way they fucking lose this again. Um, no. Mm-mm. New York win this. Yeah. Uh, I think this might be another DoorDash challenge. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I think New York's going to smoke them. Um, I agree, with Chris. I don't. I don't see a world that they they lose how they did at the last event. I don't. Not possible. If they do, then there's a there's a there's a much bigger issue <laughs> at hand. Yeah, yeah something's got to happen, dude. Somebody's getting nuked, bro. Somebody's getting airstriked. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Precision um, airstrike. But like, would you say that post this event, like it's pretty much the last roster changes that you should make this year, right? Like, there's no, like, I don't, I mean, is there any scenario where a team, like, if you're making roster changes after Major 4, there's no way, right? If you're already a top 8 team. So, like, I would think that this is going to be, like, whatever the results are in this tournament, then we might see a couple after, and then that's kind of it for the year. Um, yeah. I'm, will, I'm willing to bet that, um, I think, I think if New York plays terrible, like, they they can make a change because they're still in a position where they're still I'm pretty sure going to be they're going to be basically guaranteed champs unless maybe they don't win a series for the rest of the year, um, but they're also like a content they they were t- technically a contender team where like if they do go out and make changes I feel like they have some pull and they have some desirability for teams that want to join them, um, whether that's an amateur or whether that's another like pro player potentially I don't really know. Um, what in what direction they they might all they might um opt to go in or whether they try to maybe buy somebody out maybe they try to go for someone like attach or something or maybe they go for a challenger or maybe I don't know I'm just talking at my ass here but I think I think if you're a bottom tier team you're pretty much fucked like there's no roster changes there anymore but I think at the higher end if you're a team that's just playing or not playing to your expectations i don't see why you wouldn't make a change it's not yeah. like you're guaranteed champs I'd, so pack a punch if you're just, if you're not placing well i just think chris this late in the season to to your point james like there's not enough room for a roster change like you're not going to be able to get the ideal change you want to get because it's like you're if even if you want another player on another team like what's the incentive that another team is going to have to let them go yeah. you know then you got to deal with buyouts and it's just it's really complicated and um i i think really the only changes we're gonna see i think are like some of these bottom teams dropping off somebody that either just isn't good enough or isn't performing and they'll either fill in with someone that's already a sub on their team or dip into challengers but i don't think any blockbuster moves are gonna happen i mean yeah not not blockbuster but listen to to new york to New York's well, point, when I, when I, think, I say blockbuster, I just mean like I don't think any teams are going to change to become contenders that aren't contenders. If that makes sense, 
Like I think our contenders are kind of already locked. Like I mean, I like set. I agree with you, but New York is just in a very unique position. They won an event and then they've been disappointing ever since. But they've shown that online, at least, they are a very good competitive team where they take some of these good I just, teams. I just and don't beat think that they're gonna. They could get anyone that would improve them. Is what I meant. Like to push them into like. Yeah. Like I feel like they have the best team they can get. Like, do you think I, any challenger players are better than their current roster? Listen, listen. I'm. This is not my argument here. I'm saying the way this this team is purely built off teamwork. I think Hydra is their their superstar player. Outside of that, um, they kind of just got a team together of people that are hard workers and and teamwork based players. I don't think anyone um, considered Skies or Kismet a superstar or Priesta for that matter for a long, especially Priesta after like you know since back in like the hundred the or yeah hundred thieves days. Um, this is a team based off teamwork and they need somebody that's going to contribute. And I'm not saying Priesta isn't doing that. And that is probably my target, by the way, um, here we've talked about Priesta having inconsistency issues. And I feel like when a team with Priesta was at its best, Priesta was performing well. When Priesta is not performing well, these teams just simply don't play, don't place well. Um, they just struggle. And I'm not trying to just target him individually. Um, he's just been the person that hasn't been playing the best. Um, and that's kind of been a trend on a couple of his teams. When he's playing well, his team does well. When he's playing terrible, they don't place well. So if he continues to do this um, the way he did this stage and they bow out at a shitty placement again, they're in a very unique position where I think they potentially do look at other options, whether they actually go through with it, who the fuck knows. But I'm interested to see if that any of that would potentially happen. Okay. Anyways. Next. Next up, uh, the Minnesota Rocker versus the London Royal Ravens. Lord, I am stepping out of the venue for this. This is, <laughs> this is, I'm the, getting this is the I don't Yo, have DoorDash series, so yeah. I'm going to take a lunch break and drive and go get myself some nah, food. Yeah. You hear, hear me I out I don't know here. if I'll this be is, on the couch for this This one. is the icing on the cake for the full Rocker collapse. Listen, London, they have not been the best, but their last two games... I feel like they actually had potential there to potentially either win a series or at least stretch a series out. Um, Rocker, on the other hand, after two home series cheese wins, what, do they, what have they even done on the map? Like, this might be the icing on the cake where Ravens, you know, they step up. They have that upset series like they almost did versus Optic at the next major. They just step up and just like have some gritty ass win and rocker bow out at 12 and then they just lose composure for the rest of the year they they don't know what to do with the roster anymore because they got attached on the sidelines and and they're just all struggling and they just basically realize that the decision they made to drop attach or not necessarily drop attach but have one of their challenger players fill in this fucking ar role when he was running a sub and finding success is just a terrible idea and this is pretty much the end of the rocker camp at least for the rest of the year um, I think London wins on some crazy upset shit. And this is the first time I think London will have won a series on at land. A major, yeah. At a major this year. Lord. I don't <laughs> Listen, I mean I, I could I could see London winning this, but Lord, if the Rocker lose this. There's, there needs to be some serious changes. <laughs> yeah, listen, that's listen, what I'm saying. This is, this is a literal 50-50. James, let's do the coin flip again. Let's just make it completely <laughs> random because 
I, I'm not even gonna watch this series. I, this this better be the lowest watched match of the weekend because I'm this stepping is the full out. Full collapse. Though, All right. Uh, which one are? What are we giving? Okay. I'm calling heads, it this time. I'm calling heads, it this time. Heads. What do you want to be heads? Heads is Ravens. All right. There's no way it's tails twice. It's heads. Ravens win. Jesus. <laughs> Let's go, baby. The Ravens win. <laughs> The fucking oh. wait, hold on. The dynasty has been cemented. <laughs> the curse has been broken. Oh, uh, I think the curse <laughs> has been cemented on that whole organization. No, uh, bro, you want what it is? You want what it is about Rocker this year? I knew they were gonna they, that some shit was gonna happen to them when they had that fucking intro, bro. Like that intro makes me. You know, so you know I'm talking about their intro. It's oh. like some fucking hoodoo voodoo shit. In the woods with the witch and the face paint and shit. Yeah. I'm like, bro, what kind of intro is this? Can they intro the players? You don't even like, bro. I can't. I can't do it. It is interesting. I kind of I, I chuckle when I see like I see all of them like dirty on the screen. They just have like oh, yeah. mud on their face, like they went through war. Yeah, um, yep, yep. Alrighty. Well, the last series of losers bracket, we have Phase versus LAG. What? Phase. Nah. <laughs> Done. It's like, nah, so you don't want to flip a coin for this one? Nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to flip a coin for whether gorillas even show up for this match. <laughs> Listen, gorillas are done. They're they're done and dusted. We, we saw it today. We've seen it this weekend. We've seen it in all their online stage. I feel bad for these guys, but the reality is this team is just done. Um, it's It sucks too because, like, Major Five's not really going to matter for them, realistically. I don't think there's any way they make champs no matter what. And we kind of all know the fate of their organization uh, at the end of this year, regardless. So, um, that's funny. I think Joe DeSees is in my house right now, downstairs. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> all righty. Well, that's going to do it for the losers bracket side of things. Um, LAG gets knocked out. Um, and we'll move back up to the winners. First, at the top, we have Optic. Texas versus Las Vegas Legion. I mean, Optic? Uh, listen, as much as uh, I believe in the Vegas Cinderella story, I didn't have them making it out of the first round. There's no way they beat Optic here with the form they've been looking in. Nope, nope, nope. What about you, Pat? Yeah, I could hope for this uh, Cinderella run, but yeah, I think uh, I think Optic's going to take this Thank one. God, some I, think if, I think if they made a Cinderella run, it would come from the bottom anyways. I don't think it's going to be a winner's bracket to, to change. Bro, how absurd would it be if Vegas beat Optic, though? It would like, be, how absurd yeah. of a storyline is this? Oh, uh, one, could, one could hope. Listen, I'm rooting for Optic for sure. Some of those guys are my boys, but at the same time, I got to be realistic here. There's no way. Yeah. No fucking way, dude. And then on to the next winner's round two matchup. We have LA Thieves versus Seattle Surge. Probably another um, really good matchup. Listen, it's going to be a good one, yeah. It's going to be a good one, but Thieves already shit on Surge this stage. Am am, am I crazy to, to, to think that Thieves kind of just have like a... The, the 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 Seattle counter like the way thieves play like do you do you kind of agree with that Chris like I I feel like thieves the the um, 
their play style as a team and their not just their play style, but the role of their players. Like like the way Envoy plays as a as a sub, the way Sam plays as an AR. It's a little bit different. Like obviously there's multiple top ARs, top subs, but the way these guys play is a little bit uh, I don't want to say unorthodox. I, I guess you could say unorthodox for Envoy, but like Stan Sam plays a little bit like slower pace of a AR role and he's obviously gross. Um I feel like it kinda it, it it's a good matchup for thieves because of the because of that playstyle. I think it's a playstyle mismatch almost. I don't know if it's a playstyle mismatch, but I definitely say I would definitely will say that thieves just play with a lot of teamwork. I feel like the way Seattle plays isn't like so much like teamwork based. I feel like they they're fueled off their individual talent and just letting their players kind of do what they do best. While I feel like thieves is always just like doing shit together and i feel like they all have that pop-off potential because of it i feel like you've seen sam go nuts you've seen kenny go nuts envoys had a series draws has even had a series um you know this split it's because they're all really good players and they just play around each other so when one person isn't getting the kill somebody else is popping the two-piece like it's not always just one person while I feel like Seattle just has defined superstars, and I think Thieves doesn't have a def defined stars. Every single player on their team turns up whenever they need them to, whenever they're all playing really well. So um, I still th I think Thieves win this. I'm a, I'm a man of, of numbers here, and they just they just smoke them. So Yeah. Is it weird to me that, like, I feel like most of these teams, like when you see Optic go on that losers bracket run last tournament, people always like people were talking about all oh, like how locked in Hook was and how locked in they were. They're shit talking. I feel like LA Thieves, like their scariest form is like when they're laughing and shit in in the cams and they're just kind of vibing out and and they're kind of doing their thing. I don't know how that transitions to maybe hurting them in some scenarios where they're not doing well. But when they are hot and they show their cams and it just looks like they're having the best time in the world, it's it's kind of a scary sight. Well, Sam will tell you, they just have a good team culture. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of teams don't have that. I feel like these guys actually vibe. They all have a good time playing with each other. I, Although there might be some extreme cases, I don't think that any of them will sit there and tell you they'd rather play with other other people. Yeah. There might be some extreme cases like, oh, yeah, of course, like, it was simple, easy. You know what I mean? But like in reality, like do, do any of these guys want to actually play with anyone else? No, they just they love playing together as a team. They they don't quit on each other. None of their vibes are never chalked. Like when they struggle, I think they all take accountability. They might not always put up the results and sure they have their highs and lows. But I think from a perspective, they are the perfect team, bro. Like they just like if I wanted to be like if I wanted to like replicate a team's culture, it'd be the, it'd be the thieves. It's not even close. Um, but yeah, we, we both I think I, I got thieves moving forward here. Yeah. Yep. All righty. And then we will move down. So our winner's final will be Optic versus L.A. Thieves. And we'll move down to the losers bracket, losers round three, uh, or actually losers round two. We have Toronto Ultra versus New York Subliners. This is gonna be a tough one, dude. This is like two. two yeah, this is tough. This is another flip a coin right now. The thing is, though, just ultra. It's 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 hard because like I know we're still we're we're still we're doing what we did with with New York at the beginning of the season, right? New York won that tournament. And even when they had their struggling moments, we were just like, yeah, we still got faith in New York. 
Um, Ultra won their tournament, but they got smoked. And we're like, yeah, we still have faith in Ultra. I want to say Ultra here because they won a tournament. But listen, New York also won a tournament. <laughs> like it's it. I can't le- I can't let that keep carrying my 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 decisions further. Um, who did Ultra lose to? This this split. Well, everyone, but yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas. They lost to Vegas. They lost to Thieves. Did they play Thieves? Like who did they actually lose to? James, you have it. Uh pull it up on one of these side monitors. Hold up. I know Optic lost or I can check thieves, that. not thieves, but L- Subliners lost to Optic, right? I think that was pretty much the only team they Toronto lost to. Toronto lost to. Yeah, Pat, you'll probably get it. Breach three two. Jesus. Seattle three two. Phase three one. Vegas three two. And they beat Florida three zero. So like, as you know, as much as they went one and four, like these guys lost three three twos to some pretty good teams, and then they obviously lost three one to face. But like, how much? You know, how much do you really take away? They they probably had the hardest schedule of any team this this yeah, split. Yeah, that's true. And they lost a bunch of game fives. So it's like, you know, I still think they they look shit. They look good. They they just they just had a an unfortunate um unfortunate major. But it's not like these guys fell off, right? Like it's not like it's a completely different team. Pixie's been playing terrible. We know that, and they lost some close games. Um. I personally have have Toronto in this series. Um, I think, you know, uh, granted, it it rely, definitely relies on Hixie kind of getting a little bit back into form. Um, I don't think I don't think he can continue to struggle if this team wants to see any success at this event. Uh, but I don't. I, I just think they're fundamentally better than the subliners in in terms of like game modes. Like I think they have a deeper map pool, and I think overall they're just better across all three modes than New York is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll probably give it. To, I'll probably give it to uh, to Ultra just so we have some agreements here. But realistically, this could also be another flip the coin series. To be honest, now if it like if it does, obviously we have it going Ultra. Is that still like roster change territory for New York going out right here? It d- depends because if they, it, dude, honestly, I. If they, get, if, they they get, Vegas. if they get <laughs> but, smoked, if they get smoked, yes. If it's a super close series, I don't know, man. It just it sucks, bro. Like this is just a this is just unfortunate. Like it's an unfortunate bracket. I feel like New York has had quite a few of those besides the Boston event. I feel like they've had those unfortunate brackets where they not Boston, sorry. The Dallas event, I feel like they've had those unfortunate brackets where they play somebody good early and they get knocked out. Um just strength of schedule cheese, man, and New York just keep falling into it. Uh, they the, the turn. I think this whole tournament just relies on New York not getting upset first round by by Legion in terms of their performance. If they get upset, they're in a bad spot. Um, roster change territory. Fuck if I know what those guys are thinking after this tournament. <laughs> if this goes as the way we we have it going, you know. Yeah. Um. And then our final round two losers matchup. We have London versus Phase. I mean, 
Oh, dude, come on, bro. Don't even. Let's, there's no uh, point to even talk about it, bro. Yeah. Get it out the way. Yeah, honestly, I can't even believe that London's in the losers round too. <laughs> I can't believe Lo- I can't believe Faze is playing London at a tournament. Like Faze, like like yeah, you ever you true. ever have those like that's shit crazy. talk yeah, moments? That's crazy. Yeah. You ever have those shit talk moments where it's like, oh, you gotta make it to me. Like you can't you can't even make it to my match. It's the same thing. It's like how? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm kind of mind blown here. Yeah, I guess we'll then just bounce back up to now losers round three. Seattle Surge versus Toronto Ultra. This is where we'll start to get some interesting, interesting matchups. Seattle Surge versus Ultra. I think, I think this uh, the story ends here for Ultra. Yes, do I do? I do think that they have been a a pretty good. They they won the last major, but the complacency is going to end up catching up to them. The land magic can only take them so far. And I think Seattle's gonna gonna continue to make a run. They've actually looked like they've made improvements. I can't say the same for Ultra going into this uh, major. So I'm gonna have Surge taking this, um, in my opinion. But again, depending on the form that Ultra show up in, this could this could be another fucking coin flip, bro. You're a Seattle hater, Pat. So I'm actually curious what you got to say here. Not a Seattle hater. Um, no Seattle realist. My bad, man. Thank you. Thank you for finally saying it. Um, wait, wait, James, James, James. You didn't move. Uh, you didn't move phase up. What do you mean? I did. Yeah, move phase up to the. No, we said London is uh, getting smoked. Yeah. What are you talking Am about? Am I tripping? No, wait. Like it's frozen, bro. Oh, it's, oh, it's you guys not seeing it on your side. No, you're good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Now we see it. Okay, okay. We, we, we were delayed. We were delayed. I was, I was so, like, I'm sitting here talking about Surge and Ultra, and I'm like, wait, Faze doesn't even advance. I was yet. so confused. I was like, uh, no, it's okay. It's wait, okay. Yeah, no worries. No worries. No worries. Um, yeah. Look, so I'm a Seattle realist. Um, look, I think this really this series is gonna live and die by by how Hixie plays. Um. I think this is kind of like a make it or break it. So you're not make it or break it for Hixie, but like make it or break it for Toronto. Like if Hixie comes out and plays, you know, up to up to par with, you know, what we saw at the last major and kind of what we expect for him on this team, I think they have a really a really good shot here. Look, Scrappy, in my opinion, hasn't dropped a beat from major three. Chris, I don't know if you feel any different, but I think he's been playing phenomenal. But you um, know who has, bro? Your boy, Kleenex. He has not been playing as good. Granted, he hasn't been playing as good. Granted, but Hixie it, has not been playing as good either. Yeah, yeah. I think both their subs are struggling, but Hixie's been like, in my opinion, a lot worse than Kleenex. And I well, think obviously. they're kind of like a. I mean, they're a duo. I mean, I, 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 I think, I, I think if Hixie can play though, it'll definitely help Kleenex out as well. Um, you know, their kind of SMG pressure has fallen off majorly from Major Three, but um. I'm I'm honestly really excited. I really do hope this is there is a surge Toronto matchup here because um I think this would be a great game. I think I could see this one going the distance. Um for me though, I personally I'm still on the side I'm, I'm on the cautionary side for Seattle because Lamar was like their best player for a majority of their series this major and I don't know if that's going to happen at major 4. Um, and, and I don't think the other players on their team have been playing, you know, that well, uh, Pred has, you know, been, been doing his thing for the most part. I mean, Pred is Pred, um, but we haven't seen too much production from them as a whole. And I think, you know, the fact that Lamar has been playing so well, which I mean, let's be, let's be real. It is a little bit of an anomaly to see Lamar be the best player on this team. Um, 
And so I'm going to say kind of two stipulations. If Hixie and, and Kleenex show up to this series, I'm going to take them winning. Um, but again, if Lamar, if Lamar shows up and hits Hixie and Kleenex don't, I'm going to take Seattle, but I'm, I'm going to, I, I, like I said, I think Toronto is going to bounce back. So I'm going to go Toronto. And Chris, you went surge. I went surge. Okay. I am going to go with Toronto because in my head, I think like if Toronto is going to go out, it'll be the, the New York series before if they're going to go out early, I think by then they'll have two series under their belt. Seattle maybe just lost three one to LA Thieves. I don't know. I'm going with I'm going with Toronto on this one. All right. Um it's a good pick. It's a good pick. So Seattle. And then we are moving on to Las Vegas Legion versus Atlanta Phase. This would be the upset of the century. It would be. I feel like it's possible, though. I feel like the way the phase has been playing, at least just the way, like the strength of them playing, it's possible because we know that Legion has been good at search. They're back up. They're back up to that form in S and D, um, and they're guaranteed to get at least one map they're strong in. Like I feel like Phase is not afraid to play Mercado, um, so they're gonna get that in there for sure. I think the auto veto for the side of Vegas or not Vegas, not Vegas, but um, phase here is Fortress, which it was another map that Vegas used to be really strong in. So I think map set wise, you're going to probably see a Mercado, either hotel or embassy, not embassy, sorry, Mercado, either hotel or a silo um, is probably going to be the map set. And I feel like uh, Legion have a realistic chance at winning those. Um, the story here is going to be, can Vegas upset FaZe in an HP? Because that is what they are weakest in. And I think Vegas have looked a little bit better HP. But their control is just so fucking bad. And I don't think that FaZe is going to make the mistake of playing Expo. So, um, it's going to be FaZe. But, I mean, it can Look. happen. It can happen. I, I, I don't. I don't see Legion upsetting Phase on land. I, I see them upsetting <laughs> a lot of teams potentially. I don't see them upsetting Phase. Uh, I think this is just a talent mismatch. Um, and, and another thing is like Legion, in my opinion, would have to rely on you know winning some searches, pushing at the distance to get an upset here. And Phase is just too good in S and D. Um, no sound EQ cheese. I, I think it's just going to be a. You got to also think that, like, bro, as much as Vegas made these, uh, made this run in this split with that record, two of their wins came from winning Himmel Matt Expo in their matches. Yeah. Which we've already talked about. Like, it's never going to happen again. They're never yeah, going to play it. They're never going to play it again unless the team is just abysmal at another game mode. But for some reason, I still think you would square up on it just because. I, that I actually because think, Vegas have struggled so hard, bro. I, I actually think that's kind of one point for Vegas is going to be rough because, like, yeah, to your, they're horrible at control. And if if any team, I don't care who you are, if any team allows Vegas to have that map in a series, they're just trolling because yeah, it's absolute troll. Yeah, we literally know, regardless of what other whether whether a team is bad at hotel or or a silo, like. These Vegas can't win them either. Like so, it's like just don't give them that one. What Himalaya? The thing is, though, some teams are some teams 
at least on the top end where Vegas is in these contentions to upset, none of those teams are bad enough at hotel or a silo to veto or to warrant a veto. Like, yeah. sure, they might be three. Let's say they're three and five or two and five. Vegas is like, oh, and everything. So you you play it anyways. You play it anyways. Do not give them expo. Do not give yeah. them a lifeline and control. Yeah. All righty. Well, Surprise, surprise. Our top four is Optic Texas, LA Thieves, Toronto Ultra, and FaZe. And for you video listeners, if you're like, James, yes, we can see that that's the top four. I'm, I call out the matchups for the audio listeners. It's it's strictly <laughs> for them. So we'll go straight to the winner's final. Optic versus LAT. Skump versus Nadeshot. Who wins? <laughs> A battle for the ages. Uh, every time this matchup happens it's a great match but i don't think that optic is gonna forget to watch the ladder because there won't be a fucking ladder in this matchup um these are the two best respawn teams going up against each other um optic being the best hardpoint team thieves being one of the better overall teams in all the respawn modes however optic i think takes the edge in the hp I think I'm going to have Optic winning it, but this is going to be an absolute grueler. It'll probably go to map five, or at the very least, we'll have purely entertaining maps. Sadly, I'm going to have to disagree. Um, I actually Ooh, think... I saw that coming. <laughs> I actually, no, 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 no. I actually think this is going to be like a surprise winner bracket final. Like, I do think this. there's a good chance this will be our winner bracket final. And I, and I think it's going to be a surprise for a lot of people. I think we are going to get a Sam LaRue and Dylan Envoy masterclass. And I and I and I see I'm, I'm envisioning it now. Ooh. I see Thieves 3 owing Optic here. <laughs> all right, Pat, the, all right, the all right, Optic Pat, fans right, are smashing their keyboard in the comment section right now. Look, we've seen Pat some winter Stradamus, finals like that dude. before. We've seen some winter finals like that before where it's like, dude, it's like gets hyped up. It's like going to be the best match of the event. It's the best teams for this. And then it's like one team just world stars. All right, the in other. that case, listen, I have a, a dashy and shots the absolute masterclass. <laughs> I just summoned a ghost. <laughs> listen, James, you're going to have to pick because. Uh, well, he did summon a ghost. I think Ghosty's going to have a massive series. Oh, and come then on. Optic's <laughs> making it to the grand finals. Oh. Absolute cheese, bro. Uh, that was the cheese, bro. And That's LAT funny. will drop back to the elimination final. Um, and Optic makes their first grand finals through winner's bracket of the year. Um, oh, that's a back curse, to, though. Back to back tournaments. Um,. But Wait, actually, aren't they no, moving the schedule? Wait, they're moving the schedule? No. I, I no swear idea. this is the first major where they're doing... Um, it's They're moving one of the matches, and it's one of these things to help out this delay, I think. Mm. Um, I can't remember. Somebody in chat will, will probably comment. Maybe um, they're doing this match it first. It's something like that. It's that would like kind of make sense. First. If they yeah. did this match first, then... And then this match, then the winner's final team would. Be, I can't. Oh, I can't oh, see your oh. mouse cursor. If they did, if do. they did Toronto versus Atlanta phase first, then it would be less time that the final grand finals team would be sitting there while the elimination final went on. 
something like that. Yeah, they're they're doing something quicker. I can't remember what it was, but I swear it's happening. Anyways, uh, keep it moving. Let's keep pushing. Toronto Ultra versus Atlanta Phase. Another banger wow. matchup. Listen, FaZe have never got outside of the top three. I can't pick Toronto to win this. FaZe are, are guaranteed a top three, in my opinion, at every event. They are just that good. They have that much talent. Um, I think with Hixie and Kleenex struggling, barring them just having an absolute insane series, uh, I don't see FaZe, I don't see FaZe losing. This, this is a battle there. of the Titans, bro. The way this bracket, we have this bracket, FaZe and Ultra are both starting at losers round one and it making absurd. it all the way <laughs> to fucking the losers bracket semifinal or losers bracket round four. So, but I, but I think with the disparity in the league, I think that's that. I mean, that's just they're they're Normal. on opposite sides yeah. of the bracket. Yeah, they're gonna run through. There's no down, way. Yeah, I mean, unless barring absolute collapses, like the people they play. Ultra, I think have the ultra have the harder road technically here, but yeah, phase phase is just gonna be if phase play these teams, they're just coasting, bro. Like they're they they're gonna be they're gonna be coasting so hard, they're just gonna go into this matchup versus ultra, and they're just gonna be like, wow, like we expended zero energy like going up all the way up until this part of the tournament, and they're just gonna like crush ultra here. Um, I still think I got I still got some faith in phase here, at least making that top three. Alrighty, so FaZe will move on to the elimination final against LA Thieves. And we will find out who is matching up against Optic in grand finals of Major 4. So LAT versus Atlanta FaZe. As much as I have faith in FaZe getting to the top three, results do not lie, form does not lie. The Thieves are going to win this, are going to win this here. They just... They just look so the them and optic just look so good. FaZe have just been struggling, man. They don't like I said, they look like they've regressed. They don't look like the same team. I know there's, you know, they have issues. People maybe have been sick. They don't use EQ. Um, but I want FaZe, if they're gonna if they're gonna win this or they're gonna place higher than top three, you know, they're, they're gonna have to punch me in the mouth and prove me wrong. Cause uh they just have not been looking that good, man. It's kind of sad to see. But Thieves, Thieves win this. Um. Yeah, I I agree with you here. Um, I think Thieves are gonna win the series. Uh, I, I I'm really curious though what kind of tournament we're gonna get out of Slasher. Um, and I think you know when we talk about Slasher, he's always had this kind of you know like rivalry with the Thieves ever since you know he left or <laughs> was forced to leave, <laughs> whatever he wants to call it. Um, and so I think there's an opportunity here for him to have like a a massive match. Uh, it's gonna be a marquee series for his career if he play. Yeah, if they place this, so like they just they won a tournament. They went to the next tournament. They got what top three? Did they get top three at Dallas? Was it top three or top four? Top three. Top three. Okay, so they got top three. They're obviously like disappointed with that. They're gonna come into this match, and this is gonna be a marquee series for for Slasher. He needs to play well in this series to kind of like cement himself in a position on this roster. Cause if he struggles in this series, they bow out top three, you know, a lot of, I don't think they'll do it for champs, but a lot of people are questioning his spot on this roster. If he goes out and they lose to this team and he doesn't particularly play well, it's not going to bode well for their future unless they obviously turn it around at the end. Um, he needs to have himself a series if they, if they do beat this team. But that being yeah, said, I, I mean, think these win. I mean, I think anyone questioning, like, realistically, like, 
questioning his spot on the team is kind of crazy. I don't I don't think that is in any kind of jeopardy, but um I agree. I think I think Thieves are going to take the series. Um and not only James do I think Thieves are going to take this series. I think the Los Angeles Thieves are taking this event. I think they are going to be your major four EDL Columbus champions and they're going to take down Optic Gaming in the grand final. And that yes. will wrap, wrap us up. Back-to-back seconds for Optic, though. Can't hang your hat about it. It's still it's still good for where Optic was to where they are now. But I think Thieves are going to be, be our champions. Winner's bracket. I think they get out... If Optic come in from the winner's bracket in this matchup, I think they have a really good chance because they can get out. I think, dude, I think versus Thieves, does Optic get rid? Does Optic get rid of Hotel or do they get rid of Expo? Thieves have been looking really good at Expo. I know Optic says they've I think they have to get it. rid of it. Did you, have you, they, did you hear like what Sam was to. saying? on the Sam was like, that's my map. It's my favorite map in the game right now. <laughs> Feel like Optic has to get rid of Expo, but their control has just been eh. Means they have to play. I still think I got Optic winning it and just finally breaking that curse. Um, just because it would, I mean, it'd be a pretty cool story. Um, for them to do it, Dan to get that ship under his belt. Um, you know, maybe shut up all the doubters with the whole Optic, you know, ghosty change and all these people calling for Hook and Pred spot because as much as you know maybe i might not have had the best history with the optic organization you know i like the people on their team and i'm gonna root for them here i think i got optic winning the grand final and pat has the thieves you know replicating their vanguard run all the way up until winning that major four champs or major four tournament it is it is Oh, before I answer this, I have a question for Pat. Pat, do you think like if if Optic were to lose that winner's final and drop down to the elimination final and beat FaZe, do you think they have a better chance of winning a grand final coming off that game or sitting there in grand finals waiting? Uh, I, I think it's equal. I, 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 I think no matter what, if if they're playing Thieves in this matchup in the final, I think I think Thieves is going to take it, regardless of whether it has Thieves from winners or Thieves from losers. Um, I think Thieves I, I is think traditionally it would help a, a harder bit. match. I think yeah, Thieves I think is it, traditionally I, a harder match for Optic. I think it would help them a little bit, though, just because beating FaZe is a, a massive momentum swing for any yeah. team. But I, I think, yeah, I think I agree with Chris. I think Thieves are a harder match. I think map pool-wise, Thieves are... Are in a better spot, and I, and I think on land especially, I have thieves uh, at least winning a hard point or two against them. <clears throat> Dude, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you want what the you want what the thing is though about this matchup? Yeah, I think phase or optic is undefeated on like Mercado and Fortress, but Mercado is a map that thieves is strong in. So, like, you got to assume that out of the two hard points in the series, they're going to veto the Fortress, get it out, and then Optic will obviously pick Mercado, which 
Thieves is also strong in. So it gives them a chance in the series that they get a map that, yeah, they might be undefeated in, but we're also really good at. And then Thieves picks. What's what's Seer left over? It's going to have to be Hydro because Fortress will get out. They're not picking Embassy. Or actually, I don't know. That's tough. Never mind. All right. I, I think this I could go a lot of different ways. Go ahead. Go it. ahead. I'm, so I'm just my, pondering. My, I have a bold prediction to make around about the remainder of the season. I think Optic wins this, and I think they take home Major 4, but I think LA Thieves go back-to-back -back at champs, and they win champs. What the fuck? <laughs> That's my take. Well, that just isn't possible because Toronto Ultra are winning champs. Toronto, oh. listen, you had Toronto Ultra winning champs when you saw Standy at the, on their roster at the beginning of the year. Dude, I, I think Standy should still have... be on their roster. <laughs> now they got Hixie, and that boy been throwing up the... Dude, you see how Standy's shit. playing? I wish he was on Toronto. <laughs> yeah, apparently that guy was on a leash or something, because now he's a dog. Yeah. He's out there. Well, that's our bracket. Optic wins. Major 4. Ghosty gets his first chip. But there's a... There's a, a revenge story that ignites here in this in this finals. And I think LAT will be the ones that knock out Optic at champs. I don't know how it plays out, but that's my that's my call. I'm seeing the future. Um we do have a, a couple additional segments. Um before, so so don't don't click off yet if you're watching live. Obviously, the people who are uh clicked on the video can see how much time's left. Uh we're just gonna hop through a couple. I guess I'll keep the bracket up for this first. Um I want to talk about roster changes a little bit. If it were to pan out the way that we have this bracket right now, um, are there any like direct roster changes that come to mind that you think will or could play out shortly after this major concludes? Um, Rocker potentially, you know, going back on their change or maybe trying to reach out externally um, if they continue to place like absolute poo. And then I guess the New York one, man. Like, like I said, if they bow out potentially early, um, if they think that Priesta is not playing up to snuff with the way all three of the other people have been playing lately, um, their land losses are getting inexcusable for the way they play online. Um, they need to make a good tournament run. Otherwise, Priesta. I mean, unless you, unless he absolutely fries and they lose, right? I'm in danger. Like, it's just inexcusable at this point, man. How many times are they going to bow out so early on land when they're so good online? Yeah. Well, any thoughts, Pat, or I, you kind of I, agree? I, I'm just thinking, like, about roster changes in general. I don't, I'm like going through the teams one by one and, like, looking at does any team roster change matter? Like, even if. I just gonna like throw this out there. I don't. I don't see opt. I don't see our classic teams changing like optic, thieves, surge, phase, yeah. Toronto. But like, if breach make a change, let me ask you guys this: Do you think it impacts their chances of winning? My answer is no. I mean, not in terms of maybe not winning, but like performing well. Do you think? Or... Do you, no, no. Do you think it makes them a contender? Because that's that's my argument right now. Is like, do I care about any roster change that doesn't make a team a contender? And my answer for breach is well, no. Well, I, I, no. I guess the, the, the other question on top of that is like outside of those top four teams that we have on this bracket, like top five, see, top five, top, got the Toronto. Okay. So Toronto in like the top five. Well, I think I'm those talk, guys no, are I'm talking on this bracket. Like we have, we have, uh, oh, oh, I guess we got to, yeah, 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 we got to surge, surge, surge. So like with surge included, 
Do you see any other team winning champs or winning this tournament in any scenario? No. So, no. so I mean, technically speaking, for the remainder of the season, we're kind of looking at five teams and to have and a chance what, yeah. and what they do, and none of those five teams will probably make a change. Do you think there's yeah. any chance Phase makes a change if they lose early, like really early? No. Okay. Because because who would they get? Like who? Like we can talk about slashers. Obviously, they mean, I mean, I've seen people meme about Illy. I don't even is Illy even playing the game anymore? Like is what? I haven't heard anything. Uh, Illy's, Illy's, is he done Illy's, for the season? Illy is not getting on a team until next game. Like next year. Uh, yeah. He's, oh, probably, he's probably done for the for the year. I don't know what he's doing. I don't think he's playing. He may be, but pubs. I don't know rank play. But I think he's. I think he's done in my opinion this year. Um. But but I, yes, James. To answer your question, yes, I think those five teams are the only teams that are contenders for both major four, major five, and champs. Um, and then back to like the roster change thing. It's like I don't think Breach can improve to be in that top five team argument. Um, I don't think I'll skip subliners for now. I don't think Legion Legion can upset, but I don't think Legion can consistently be in that that top five team argument. I definitely don't think Rocker can, no matter what they do. Rocker, in my opinion, is. Like, they're they're in a they're in a rough spot. I don't I don't, I really I'm kind of like out of like a hopeless type of scenario for Rocker uh, for the remainder of this year. Um, and then yeah, our our normal LAG Ravens Mutineers. In my opinion, those three teams are chalked. Um, yeah. they're the 10, 11, 12, no matter how you flip it. Um, so New York, I I know Chris is making the case for like what change they could make. I think New York has the talent. Um. But for me, it's a big consistency thing. I don't like. I've never. I don't know if I can think that like New York could consistently like. Let's say we ran a tournament ten times. Like, how many times could New York outplace those top five that we named? Like, I I, I just I don't have enough faith in New York to be that consistent like. Um. Consistent factor. I think they I can don't, I don't definitely right make a case either. for six. But I don't. I don't, I don't right now change, either. But I don't. Who can they get that's better than Priesta? Like I don't. I don't think there's a change out there that really bumps them it's up. Not a, it's not about the it. skill thing though. It's like they're. But they're who can a they get that's like team, a better though. player, like or a better I don't teammate, know, or, bro? Like <laughs> they might. They might feel like they can. They might try to make I mean, a move. I, I'm okay with them making a move. I'm just saying I don't think no matter who they go for, is going to elevate them past the likes of Surge, Toronto, Phase, these and Optic. That that's kind of my point here. Is like. I think they could make a change. They could maybe get better. I just don't think they're going to be better on a consistent level to be a contender for event for an event win like those top five teams that we that we outlined. Yeah, I hear you. And then on to um, the final segment, and it's kind of a fun one. Um, we we kind of have an exclusive interview, uh, and I guess perspective on this question but with x defiant coming out um i think there's been a broad conversation in the community recently uh just about games and call of duty in general right now and, and there being a lack of competition in the fps arcade space and i think that the a lot of obviously we tip our hats to, to pat and the stuff that you guys are doing over there at x defiant and i think it's shown that like the fps arcade community is like lusting for something new um that isn't Call of Duty. What would a studio or or any franchise? What would it take to beat Call of Duty? Is that possible? 
Um, or is it really just providing some sort of competitiveness in the space to maybe give Call of Duty like a little bit of a kick in the ass? Because um, obviously competition makes your peers better. So like, well, what are what are your, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I don't think so. I'll, I'll I'll talk about this outside of a developer's perspective because I'm sure you'll you'll probably have a more nuanced approach. But from from just a consumer's standpoint, at least. I don't think there will be anything that will ever topple Call of Duty just because it's such a household fucking name. I don't think it'll ever die completely um, unless they stop making games. I think that's, if anything, it might die out in other senses. Like I think the esports community, the hardcore player community, it'll fade in and fade out um, in terms of what people like enjoy and they go back to it for. But in terms of the casual community, it just won't die. It's just too big of a household name. It captured the console community for so long. It's been like the only console option, um, for a long time. And I think them making games every year keeps them in it because their marketing team is so fucking absurdly good. And it's probably dumped. They dump so much money into their marketing that it's always hyped. It's always, you know, it's it in terms of casuals, like I'm talking about casuals, not like the social media casuals, because that already is a level of entry that a lot of people don't have. I'm talking about the people that literally sit at home on their couch and play video games on the side and see TV ads on NBA games like those people will always buy Call of Duty. Um, I think, though, from the hardcore community and the competitive perspective, bro, like shit i'm in that boat like i want an actual fun game i want something that actually takes skill like i play call of duty i play ranked i, I i'm involved in the call of duty scene because it's all i've known but at the end of the day when i actually want to play like i don't have fun playing a no skill gap game this shit sucks balls i want to have my skill expression be shown i've played 15 years of call of duty and yet I will still die in the game to some guy that literally just picked it up for the first time because of how dog shit the skill gap is in the game. I don't it, you, I think hardcore gamers and professional gamers are always chasing the, the feeling of being powerful in the game. Like you want to feel like you are better than this guy and he cannot touch you. And when the game doesn't allow you to do that, it feels terrible. <laughs> it just feels so bad. Yeah. Go ahead, Pat. Um. So I actually, I was watching a YouTube video. Uh, I forgot which creator I was watching, but they, they actually put it in a, in a very good way. Um, they basically were answering the question of like, can X Defiant kill Call of Duty? And let's, and let's just ignore X Defiant. Let's just say, can another FPS kill Call of Duty? And, and the answer to the, that they gave was, was no. But the reason was, is because Call of Duty was, is already dead. And what that what he meant by that was traditional Call of Duty, the Call of Duty that we grew up with, the Call of Duty that we, we we loved a lot, like the 2006 to 2000, and let, let's just say 18 Call of Duty. That 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 has died, and that will probably never come back from Call of Duty. Right? Call of Duty has moved on to a brand new era. I think with Warzone and and the incredibly strong skill-based matchmaking. There's a ton of variables we can list. I mean, I'm sure you guys are aware. Um, is much different. And, and so in, in that sense, traditional Call of Duty has been dead and is dead. And so I don't think the, the argument is 10X Defiant or another game kill Call of Duty. It's The argument is and should be can enter any game, in this case X Defiant, revive what Call of Duty was. Um, and I think that's the perspective that people should be looking at because um, we can all agree 
the Call of Duties that we're playing now are not anything like what we were playing back then. They are so far different. They are, you know, bordering the the just true mill sim type of uh, experience in, in, in multiplayer um, with an incredibly different design direction than Call of Duty had back in the day. And so um, I really liked his take on it because I, I think, you know, especially with, obviously I've been a part of X Defiant dev team for the last, you know, 20 months or so. And it's, that's, that's really what it is, right? Just reviving that traditional fun six V six multiplayer experience that old call of duty provided, um, and, and other games as well. Um, but reviving that experience. And I think that's the market that in my opinion, doesn't really have a game right now. And I think, you know, I think there's a lot of just, you know, first person shooters that want to play a game like that. Um, and, and so I think, you know, I, I kind of agree with Chris, like brand wise call of duty is so big. Um, it, that brand will probably never die, yeah. but th- what that brand is nowadays, isn't what other games, um, are, are going for, right? Like, yeah, I think we really need to separate what Call of Duty was and what Call of Duty is now into two different categories, um, because they're 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 just so vastly different. Um, and I really like that take on it. And I think that's kind of the the best way to sum it up is just reviving the the fun traditional multiplayer experience, which I think has gotten lost on on a lot of games now. Yeah. Now now like at, on the the side of Call of Duty. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but I've I've had certain creator friends have conversations with people on the Call of Duty side of things. And and do you think and, and I mean, they've publicly shared a lot of this, too. Like, do you think the reason that it's gone so far from what it once was? Um, like, do you think that there's a level of I don't know if too many cooks in the kitchen is the right term for it, but like. They're given so much feedback and and have access to so much additional statistics now when it comes to skill-based matchmaking and red dots on the minimap and all these little things that they do. Like there's reasons why they don't have them anymore because they see certain percentages of numbers. Like, do you think because they've gotten all this excess information on that kind of stuff, that's why Call of Duty has gone more in the direction that it has? Or do you think it's just because they're trying to innovate and create something new? every year no it's innovate no they're dude they're making video games strictly off stats bro they're just seeing like what retains players what does this what does that there there's no fucking passion in the game anymore they're just looking at it from a pure monetary perspective there's a reason why the store is always working there's a reason why whenever something like that has issues, it gets fixed. But whenever people can't get on the servers, whenever people can't do this, whatever people can't do that, it takes a while. The fact of the the fact that whenever the Call of Duty releases and then there's that big Christmas break and nothing gets updated, no new content, no new updates, none of the, all this shit, just consistent bugs exists is so fucking sad and it tells me they don't give a flying fuck about their players and they only care about making money yes i get vacation time is important but if your game is in an unplayable state where multiple or thousands or hundreds of thousands of users can't even play or there's certain features in the game that literally simply do not work 
they need to get fixed or they need to at least be removed so people don't have access to them and don't just feel like endlessly try to play and be like, what the fuck doesn't work? Yeah. Like there needs to, they don't give a fuck about the players. Yeah. It's, they just care about making money. Um, but sadly there's just not, there's not many direct competitors. So from a passionate gamer perspective that actually cares about what they play and they don't just get on every day, crack a beer open and they'll fucking play tic-tac-toe if it looks pretty. Um, they, that there's no market for that actual passionate gamer that understands games and understands the business perspective and kind of just wants to actually play something that is fun. And they want to feel like they actually matter to the developers that they actually want to be retained. They, they, there's no market for that right now in in the Call of Duty arcade or the arcade shooter space. So, yeah, I yeah, I think the la- the last thing I'll say on it is um, I think as a Call of Duty fan and anyone watching this, obviously you're a fan of Call of Duty itself. Like if we we should also want games like X Defiant and other games to push the envelope um, because the more competitive that space gets, um, the better it is for everybody and. Um, so it's not necessarily a, a fact of finding a game to replace Call of Duty or whatever it is, but but hopefully just uh, provide a little bit more competitive uh, development in the in the whole area as a whole. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for today's episode. You guys got anything else? No man. Episode. We'll be we'll be back good. with the we'll be back after the major with Doug another episode here. wrapping up the season. Doug will be season, here if he doesn't get called up uh, between now and then. Oh yeah, Doug will be on uh, the Boston Breach. But hopefully he does get called up. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good problem to have. We just we can't have Doug on because he's downing champagne after winning Major Four. Would be a movie. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, alrighty. Make sure you guys hit the sub button, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, and uh, we'll see you next week after uh, our bracket comes true to perfection. Um, see you guys later. Peace.